Welcome to this edition of Prophecy in the Spotlight with your hosts, Evangelist Dan Goodwin and Dr. Charles Hiltabittle, a listener-supported program sponsored by Prophecy in the Spotlight, a ministry where we shine the light on current events and how they relate to Bible prophecy. You can find us at prophecyinthespotlight.com. Now, here is Dan Goodwin with today's program. And welcome, everybody, Prophecy in the Spotlight. I'm your host, Brother Dan Goodwin. Sitting with me, my co-host, Dr. Charles Hiltabittle. Doc, these are exciting days. I know we say that almost every They're day. They're interesting, for sure. Um, you just yeah. can't keep up. Um, you, you can't assimilate the changes before the next one happens. Yeah, of course, when this airs, it's going to be the end of December. So mm-hmm. we're, this is being recorded a couple weeks in advance, but... Uh, uh, so we're not really not quite as current as we'd like to be on some of these. Sometimes we come in and the show's coming right yeah. up and we're current, but that uh, that doesn't happen all the time. I want to read a verse because I want us to talk about um, the end from the beginning. I want us to look at Genesis for a few minutes and and see that Genesis actually tells us what's coming and how it's all going to end. And let me read a verse here in the book of Isaiah, chapter 46, verse 9 and 10. Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. Boy, the Bible yes. the Bible's amazing. Yes, it is. I am God, there's none like me, and there's none else. Then verse 10 says, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times... The things that are not yet done. Yep. And I'll stop right there in, on the, in the text there. But I've used that verse many times. I'm sure you have too. I've heard you it say constantly. it in conferences. Uh, yes. You want to know how this thing ends? Go back to the beginning and you'll see how it ends. I thought we'd go a little further with this uh, today. And I think we'll kind of end on, on our upcoming show, our discussion about mm-hmm. the kingdom that we're going to have in our show next week. Yeah. Uh, next week, uh, right after this video anyway. I think that one's going to air December 31st, if I've got my dates right. I think you're right. Um, anyway, the, uh, this, there's going to be two shows we're going to do on, on a new pamphlet that I've written about, about uh, the kingdoms of our Lord mm-hmm. and uh, about the fact that it's all about a kingdom. It's, it's always, always been, been about a kingdom. You're right, yes. And I heard you say that yes. in one of your yep. presentations recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's true. It, it, it is. If people don't understand this thing about the kingdom, they're going to be they're going to be yeah. lost. Yeah. It's all about a kingdom. It started out in Genesis about a kingdom, mm-hmm. and uh, when Christ came on the scene in, in Matthew, it was about a kingdom. Yeah. The Jews were looking for a kingdom. They're still looking for that's the kingdom. why Matthew spent as much time making sure they understood he was their king. Yeah. So let's. Uh, Let's look at this. Of course, the obvious one that we, you and I always talk about is Genesis chapter 1, 2, 3, mm-hmm. the creation story. Yes. Genesis 1 and 2, I guess. Uh, the six days of creation, because when you go to 2 Peter chapter 3, I think it's verse 8, mm-hmm. the whole chapter is prophetic. Right. And he goes back to Genesis in, in 2 Peter 3, talks about yes. the, World the creation the water, story. Out of the water. Yes. And he says, uh, a day is what the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. Yes. And of course, you want to elaborate on that? Well, a it would bit? appear that that's literal. Yeah. Because we're, as you look back, we have the benefit of being able to look back through history. 
when we look at our Bible, as each of those events were happening, um, they were a part of those things happening. We're now able to look back and see, wait a minute, boy, it sure looks like a 6,000-year time period. Yeah. Yeah. 7,000th year, the millennial reign, the day of rest. Right. So, in other words, the six days of creation are prophetic of, of 6,000 6, years. years. Yes. And each day is 1,000 years. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if you go back to those individual time periods, those 1,000-year time periods of yeah. the first four days, you'll find similarities to what Very happened much. during yes. those. Well, I see a second thing in our, in our understanding here, declaring the end from the beginning. What can we see in Genesis that points to the end time. Mm -hmm. The second thing I see is the, is the flood, Genesis 6 and 7. Mm -hmm. And what I see there is we, we get an understanding of God's attitude towards sin and evil. Yes. And also we see that when it talks about as it was in the days of Noah. Mm -hmm. So there's a, there's a lesson, there's a prophetic lesson yes. about Genesis 6 and 7. That right. when, when things are like that. And he points it out in chapter 6 very plainly about the imaginations of the thoughts of their heart was only evil continually. But that was the Nephilim, right? No, that was, that the fallen was man. And that's a, we're seeing it today. Yeah. Isn't it sad that they have taken the whole emphasis? I'm talking about the Nephilim crowd now. Oh, yeah. They've taken the whole emphasis off of man's sinfulness mm -hmm. and they've placed it on fallen angels. Yeah. Yet God didn't judge fallen angels no. in Genesis 6. He judged man. They had already been judged in their rebellion before that. But uh, yeah, I was thinking about this this week. Uh, you know, if, if we didn't have anybody's book, we didn't have anybody's literature, if the only thing we had was this right here and nobody's idea, they would never ever be able to come yeah. up with all these things. Yeah, you're right. Um, somebody asked me this week, she said, uh, uh, them, them sons of God, how, how can that be how can that be people? That has to, he said, uh, he brought out the fact that um, if the flood killed them all, then if the sons of God were saved people, then God killed saved people. See, and I, and I wrote him back, I said, uh, this was an email, I wrote him back and I said, I can answer your question, it's real simple. I said, but, but, it's, but it's a lot of writing. I said, do you have my book, The Great End Time Distraction? Because mm -hmm. it answers all this. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't responded to me, so I haven't, I haven't told yeah. him what I believe about that. But, sure. but let me go ahead and say it. In Genesis 6, it follows Genesis 3 and 4 and 5, mm -hmm. where it talks about the two lineages yes. and men multiplying mm -hmm. upon the earth. Right. And then Genesis 6, 1 and 2 says, And the sons of God saw the daughters mm -hmm. of men, they were fair, and they mm -hmm. took wives, and, they, and children were born unto them. Mm -hmm. That's talking about a process of a bunch of, of years and years and years. I, I see another one here. Um, let's go to Genesis 11. Why don't you take that one? I see yeah. something in Genesis 11. That's the story of Nimrod and, and the rebellion of humanity. And, of course, we all place all that on Nimrod, but Nimrod just happened to be the one that rose to the leadership. Yep. It was the consensus of the people at least nine times in, in those verses. It's all, we, this is what we're going to do. It's the consensus of the people. Yep. And it's... God said, I want you to scatter out. I want you to go around the world because he knew that in the lifetime of Peleg, the world would be divided physically. So he wanted everybody to know how to do what they were doing right there on Mount Arat, build an altar, how to worship God, how to know how to have a relationship with God. But instead of that, they said, lest we be scattered. 
In other now, words, unless we do God's will, we're going to do our own thing. Now, here's what I see prophetically here mm-hmm. and what that, how that fits this verse, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times the things that have not, are not, yet, not yet done. done. I see globalism. Because they, oh, yeah. they all came together. That's what it they was. building the tower. It was all one world. Or trying to have a one world government, one world system, one world. Religion. One set of moral values, one set yep. of uh, belief systems they, and religion. They, and that's what they developed until the languages were dispersed. And that's exactly what happens at the end of that's this. That's exactly. Thing. And so, we're watching it. Yeah. Not wow. a day goes by without the news. Now, a week or so ago, when this airs, it'll be a week or two weeks uh, probably when this airs. I'm sure every, our viewers, I'm sure everybody knows about the statue that's been erected outside of the United Nations yeah. building in New York City, Manhattan, New York. It's uh, guarding over the peace of yeah, the world. Peace and, uh, let's see, where, did I write that down here? Oh, here it is. Peace and safety, they're yeah, calling it. Peace, yeah. is, peace and safety. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar. Kind of similar to something, something in, the Bible. in the Bible I read. Yeah. <laughs> when they say, shall, when they shall, shall say, say peace and safety, then sudden destruction. Just, uh, come with oh, I think it's peace and security. That might be. Peace but, and security. But anyway, it's, uh, peace is in there, but yeah. uh, you don't need a vicious animal yeah. to guard peace. And it's a, it's a spitting image of Revelation 13. It is. A description of the it final is. world kingdom. Yeah. They're not even hiding this. No, anymore. no. No, the, hey, the demonic world out there, they no longer need to hide it. They've got enough on this side of the world but to play it out But this has happened before. This, this goes yes. back to the Tower of Babel. It goes right back. Same and, thing. And uh, trying to bring the world together as one. And that's what the, all the elites are, are up yeah. to here. And you could go on over into Genesis, uh, what is it, Genesis 49, and, and you can see that history is going to repeat itself there. Uh, because it's Joseph, who's a religious man, is going to aid the political leader. It, and, and by the end of three and a half years, if you study that out, the people willingly sell their souls mm-hmm. to, the, to the political leader. There's it's a lot of parallels again. in that story oh, of Joseph all, in yes. Egypt. Yes. And the seven years of plenty and then the seven years yes. of famine and oh, yes. how Pharaoh owned their own souls after it was and over. They gave it to him. Yeah. They, they, they gave it to him willingly. Yeah. 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 Well, there's one more here. We turn the page after the Tower of Babel, and then we get to chapter 12, Abraham. Yep. So I see one more little prophetic thing, and I'm sure there's many others we can oh, look yes. at. It's but I, I see the kingdom there, yeah. because Abraham has promised some property, right? Abra- the Abrahamic the covenant. And he's is, promised the descendants. And the Davidic covenant had to do with the kingship. Yes. But the Abraham, Abrahamic covenant was dirt. Granules yes. of sand, properties. Yes, it was properties. And uh, goes along with, of course, the Jubilee. And, and God all that. was choosing genealogy for preparing the body for the sacrifice of Christ on Calvary's cross. You always got to bring that. It's, it's, all, it's all redemption. It's all about redemption. I beat you to it. Yes, it is. And uh, I guess I didn't you turn didn't the start timer it, but on. that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't matter for this. Um, I thought maybe the battery was dead. I guess I didn't hit the button. So I don't know how long we've been. So I see the story, I see Israel, because Abraham's the father That's of the right. nation of Israel. He came out of that loins. And uh, yes. I see the fact that it began with Israel. And, and it's, it's going to end with them. It's going to end with yeah. them. After the rapture. They'll finally, they'll finally have the property that God promised Abraham yeah. that they've never actually possessed. And you yet. and I believe that that's what this covenant is, that the Antichrist is going to confirm. Yes, I'm convinced. It the is. covenant. He's going to confirm that. 
And I believe it's more than what they have now. I think he's going to tell them, look, oh, we all know this it is. is yours. We, we know it. We know from the, yes, it's much, much larger. And he's going to look awfully good at that moment, especially to Israel. They're, they're yeah. going to think he's the Messiah or yeah. something. Yeah. And he will be their Messiah by the middle of the tribulation. He'll, uh, yeah. He'll you know, they're going to get what they want. They're going to get the, a kingdom. They're going to get their temple. Yeah. They're going to get their Messiah. Yeah. But it's all the false. It's all false. And, yeah. uh, and then they're going to be shook and they're going to be awakened at yep. the middle. All right, well, let's, uh, let, let's stop right there. I'll, let me read the verse one more time. Declaring the end from the beginning. That's yes. Isaiah 46.10. And this has been a, an important verse And he to ends me. that verse with, I, shall, I will do all my counsel. Yeah, he does. I will do all my, all my pleasure, he says. Whatever and, God uh, has determined, it will be. Will come to pass. Amen. Because history, uh, prophecy is history told in advance. That's it. Cannot be changed. Amen. Doc, Amen. I hope that this, uh, uh, let's, let's end with an invitation for, sal yes. for redemption. How's that? That's right, because that's what it's all about. God sent his son to Calvary's cross to pay the redemption price. And if you're not saved, you don't know the Lord as your Savior, I'd encourage you today, realize you're a sinner, realize there's no hope in yourself, understand how much God loved you. He sent his son to Calvary's cross, and it requires you receiving him as your personal Savior. It's not difficult. Just call on the name of the Lord. He said, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. They can have their destiny changed from heaven to hell. And what a way to start the brand new, new year, year of 2022 by yes. making sure that you're born Amen. again, that you're saved. Amen. And if you think 2022 is going to get better than 2021 or 2020, I got news for you. Yes. It ain't getting better. It's no. getting worse. It's going to be uh, a rough road from here to the end. Yeah. Now, things are not going to get better. No. They're going to continue no. to slide because yes. this is what happens to a nation and a world that forgets God. That's right. And all the nations that forget God, the Bible talks about. And guess what? America's right at the top of the that's list right. now. America yes. that's been given so much by God has suddenly thrown him under the bus yeah. and doesn't, doesn't want God in anything anymore. Amen. And this is what you get. You get mobs. You get robberies. You get uh, uh, all the stuff you read about. And lawlessness. Yeah, that's what you get without yeah. God. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, keep your eyes on them skies. Thank you for listening to Prophecy in the Spotlight, a listener-supported program sponsored by Prophecy in the Spotlight Ministries. Go to prophecyinthespotlight.com to view all of our shows and materials and to support this program. It is our sincere prayer that today's program has helped you to be ready for the soon return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen again next week at this same time.